2: Doc. If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back again. If it's your first time, sit back, have fun, and relax, enjoy the show. Strange Talk with Doc can be heard on most platforms. Just Google Strange Talk with Doc. You know the places iTunes, Spotify, Talk YouTube, etc. So let's get to the show. Hello. Peace. While I'm waiting for Bones and Netboy to call in. And by the way, I hope your day is going great. I hope everything's fine with you and yours. I hope that peace found you wherever you are. Enjoy, sit back, relax, and let's get to this. I'm not gonna bore you with a lot of sports, but I want to go through some sports real quick. NCAA tournament has kicked off. No major surprises so far. Sweet 16 is pretty much, I don't think any bracket busters unless you went to one of these lesser schools and you had them going too far in the tournament, I don't think anything majors happened. happen. UFC had a fight night last night, Thompson versus Pettis, Wonder Boy versus Showtime. Showtime brought the funk. Uh, he did some ninja shit that most human beings cannot do. And I guess that's why these guys are elite fighters. It was an interesting card, blood, submissions. You know, if you like the UFC, you want to see men fight, you want to see women fight, you want to see some submissions, you want to see some knockouts, go back and review it. Like I said, Wonderboy versus Showtime. It's worth your time. Enjoy it. I hope you do. The NBA, I'm just going to go through what I call the premier games of the week only. I'm going to deal with no non-playoff teams. We're not going to talk about... Any slubs or bums, these are the elite teams and elite matchups for this week coming up. Today, we got the Spurs versus the Celtics. The Nuggets versus the Pacers. Tuesday, you got the Rockets versus the Bucks. Wednesday, you got the Pacers versus OKC. Thursday, you got the Nuggets versus the Rockets. Friday, you got OKC versus the Nuggets. Those are your league games. I don't know if you've got any other teams that you like, but if you just want to see playoff-bound teams, those are the teams that you should be watching or the games you should be watching this week. Uh, Powerball is up to $750 million, people. I am not keeping for Powerball. I'm not keeping for Lottery. I don't want you to do anything that's against anything that you believe religiously. Morally or anything of that nature, but for two dollars, eight quarters, twenty dimes, forty nickels, buy yourself a ticket. Don't say it can't be you, maybe it is you. And if you do win, and I'm the one who influenced you to play, hit me up with an email, I will accept the check. Okay. (laughs) But $750 million doesn't just change your life. It could change everybody's life that you love. Anybody that you care about, any cause that you may want to, you've always wanted to be able to take up, but you didn't have the financial backing or the wherewithal, the people to meet. $750 million opens doors. You could feed a lot of starving people. Maybe you're that type of person and this is what you, you know, like I said, it's it's no waste. Cup of coffee at a good coffee shop costs more than $2. So, you know, do it. As long as it, it's not against anything that you believe, just spend a stinking $2, okay? Uh, I would love for you to share, comment, like, any platform that you listen to Strange Talk with Doc on. I mean, I I checked some of my, uh, numbers this week and I was totally in shock to find out that I have people that listen to this show from Russia, France, the UK, Germany, Canada, Republic of Lithuania, Sweden, and Australia. And I appreciate all of you guys. I would really love to hear from y'all most. Maybe I'll give you an insight on how it is to live as a black person in America and that interests you. Uh, I would love to hear from you. You could hit me up. You could leave a message, leave the comments. I don't ignore anything. I don't ignore anybody. It does not have to be positive. It's what I like real. If you say, you know what, doc, I can't stand you. I can live with that. Maybe there's something I can do to improve myself, to make myself more pleasant to you. But one thing is going to be never going to change is that I'm going to always keep my viewpoint honest. I stand on my word. My word means a lot to me. Actually, it means everything. So I will not be changing my my point of view on a subject just because it offends somebody. But what I will do is I will listen and take constructive criticism as needed and move on from there. I hope that everything, like I said, is going well with you. I'm just waiting right now for Bones, and I'm waiting for Netboy to call in, which they should be both doing momentarily. We have a lot of subjects to discuss today. We're gonna discuss everything from size matters. Don't jump to conclusions, people. Everything from size matters to taking your ass to the hospital And why I find liberals to be some of the most sucky people on the planet. And I would like them to check the fuck up. When it comes to issues, they really are not well versed in. It is time to put a hush on that. We're going to talk about that idiot who kicked that woman in New York City. We're going to talk about addiction. We're going to talk about the rise of MAGA. Uh, The rally in New York. The chick licking the damn toilet seat in uh, the airplane. We're going to talk some television. Unfortunately, we got to talk a little bit of R. Kelly, but it's going to be very brief. I'm going to talk about Streisand and her MJ comments. College versus no college. The clergy repeatedly molesting young boys, Um, uh, racism, because we had another incident in Charlottesville, Virginia, which is outlandish. And we have to talk about Trump, those army of homeless people in the state of California near Stanford University, Um, Robert Mueller. And I'm just going to wait. I'm trying to wait, but I'm going to tell you what. I just can't uh, continue to sit here like a dumb cough and not say anything. I have to, I can't, I'm have I trying to keep your attention, and the only way to do that is to discuss things. So the first thing I would like to say is, and it's very important, make sure that you keep all of your appointments. Cool. I'm not, I'm not trying to preach you. I'm not trying to tell you something that you don't already know. This is information that you already have. But don't be lazy. Don't skip a dental eye doctor's appointment. Take care of your health. It's the only thing that you really own in this world. The other things can be taken from you, but you can do things about staying healthy by eating right, exercising, resting, taking advice from people who are trained, not a cousin or or some grandmother who tells you some witch doctor bullshit, but go to these people. Your teeth affect your heart. It affects your bloodstream. So make sure that you got them in order. Your eyes, you're on the road, you're driving, you're driving at night, you're driving during dusk. Have the proper glasses. Go get your blood work done. Prevention, make sure that if something is there, you know about it so that you can put up the best fight that you possibly can put up beforehand. Who we got with us hello who we got here net
0: net boy. net boy
2: yep hey how are you brother
0: how you doing i'm all good
2: fantastic i was just talking about people making sure that they keep all of their doctor's appointments i dental and regular doctors it is highly important yeah, i highly mean i agree yeah I don't want to go into a lot of detail about myself personally, but doctors are pretty important people to me at this point and stage in my life. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the hospital last year, unfortunately for me. Uh, it was something that I kept pretty much to myself, but I was hospitalized four times in 2018, four fucking times, man. And that was miserable, miserable. It was unavoidable, but it was miserable, trust me. I mean, these are things that I wish that I had known about years prior. Maybe there was something I could do and maybe there was nothing I could do. I mean, I really don't know that to tell you the truth, but what I'm trying to do is stay hospital free in 2019. I'm doing the best that I can.
0: I tell people that all the time, even people that don't go frequently i'm like man at least go for your annual i, I tell people if, if i feel something's wrong if people make fun of me all the time like yo something wrong with me i'm gonna just go to the doctor this one don't feel right like, oh, yeah, yeah you. i was like i'd rather the doctor tell me it's just my mind and somebody in the street to be like no nah, you don't need to go
2: yeah you know what we gotta we got so much bullshit with us i'm talking about men with machismo and 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 macho well, machismo, macho, same thing. Oh, no, 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 man. You're acting weak. See, we love, men love to tell other men that they're acting weak in situations that don't make sense. One is with emotions. Two is with shit that physically ails you. I got people who will tell me with pride, I haven't seen a doctor in eight years. So for eight years, you've been a fucking fool is what you're saying to me.
0: You don't know what's going on inside your body.
2: Exactly. You can't look in it. You can't look in the mirror. You could be Jack D. Uh, Diesel. I mean, your body could be on fleek. I hate to bring up an old term like that. Veins everywhere. Chest. I mean, you're making love like a stallion for 45 minutes at a time. And you got this one little thing that's going on in a kidney you don't know about. You know what I mean? So you got you to gotta take care of yourself. You got to take care of your body. And it's, it's, it's no there's no reason to be ashamed to go to a doctor or need glasses. You need glasses, you need glasses. Just get the best fucking pair you can afford.
0: Yep, I remember one time I woke up and I couldn't put no pressure on my right leg, which is weird because the night before I was running and everything, but... And I woke up, couldn't put no pressure on. Called out. I was like, well, I'm going to the doctor. Went to the doctor. They didn't see any blood clots or anything. But I, they couldn't tell me what was wrong with my legs. So I, was, I was like, I mean, I'm not listening to this doctor. I went to another doctor the exact same day. And they gave me the same diagnosis. But I ended up saying I pulled the muscle. But I didn't even know how I pulled the muscle because I wasn't doing anything, like, insane. So I was like, let me just go and see what's wrong, get a second opinion, too, because... It makes no sense.
2: I woke up and can't move my whole my leg, yeah, that had happened to me uh like last year, uh right before one of my hospitalizations, and I didn't know what it was was I had ate so much fatty shit, I had got a case of the rich man's disease, gout, so it fucked my ankles up. And all it was was I ate too much rich food, and I needed to, like, kind of, like, flush it out. Yeah. And so I flushed this crap out, and I felt a lot better.
0: Yeah, tell people that I was hey. talking. I, I had, um, last year, I did four days in the hospital because my muscles started shutting down. I thought I was just having leg cramps. So I was taking the Tylenol or whatever. But then all of a sudden, it's like I caught a cramp. Throughout my entire body, I couldn't move. I was literally sitting in the car, putting ice on my body, looking like a looking like a, a freak. And come, I ended up going to the uh, the urgent care, and they was like, "You need to go to the hospital immediately because your kidneys are starting to shut down." Um, I had rhabdo, I think it's called rhabdo. When your your enzymes, is, your liver can't clean out all the enzymes that was couldn't really clean the blood. So mm. they had to, they had to like flush out my entire system because uh, my kidneys was failing.
2: Did you had and Previous to that, you had lost a lot of weight.
0: No, the, the thing was, I was helping someone move the day before, and it was like 107 degrees outside, so I was putting too much strain on my muscles. Hmm. And so my muscles started shutting down because they were they weren't being uh, the blood wasn't being cleaned properly and. I ended up having to go to the doctor before that. I ended up in the hospital
2: like three, three, four days behind that. Yeah, I know the feeling, man. I had, uh, like I said, I had a six-day, a eight-day, six a 12-day, eight and another 11-day last year.
0: And it's I not mean, fun staying in the hospital.
2: No, no. You know, uh, uh, luckily here, your loved ones could stay with you. So my wife spent most of the time with me, but I felt miserable for her being there. I really did i hated it you know it's it's,
0: it's like your guests are never never like comfortable they can't get comfortable
2: no and uh here's the here's the real killer okay who we got oh somebody just called in let me unmute him hello who is this
1: bones good morning fellas
2: hey good morning bones good morning man and see i'm a, a I'm a fighter, right? So I'm one of those people doctors hate because I don't just accept everything that they say as gospel. So if you tell me something that doesn't sit right with me, I'm gonna, I'm going to ask questions. And matter of fact, I had to fire a doctor last year because he came in my room and I questioned him and he caught an attitude. So I told him to leave and don't come back. So he came back. And the first thing that I said to him was, why are you here? Why are you back in my room? And he was like, oh, maybe we could work it out. I was like, it's over. There's no working it out. If I can't question you and you talking crazy shit to me, then what need do I have of you in my life? I don't I don't need you. There's, there's a hospital full of you. Yep. Not like we friends. You know, now I'm going to say this, man, this is really important to me before uh, I talk about what I'm going to talk about. One thing that I will never do here is I will never gossip. Ever will I gossip. You will, I will never have a, 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 a topic that is about celebrity relationships. That shit will not happen here. I don't care who dates who. I don't care who had a baby for who in Celebrity World, but I will talk about Wendy Williams and her addiction. I think it takes a little bit of courage to get up on national TV and admit you got a drug problem. That's, I, hold on. That's,
0: I felt like there was a, a issue with that story because Eight minutes before she was going before she announced that on her show, the Daily Mail was putting out, uh, put out their article first. So I think she had to get ahead of it.
2: Okay. So she was.
0: uh, I think if the Daily Mail never was going to put out their article, she would never have done that.
2: Okay. See, I wasn't, I wasn't enlightened to that information, Okay, but all I seen was her retort basically saying, you know. The, that's why I said, I'm not getting into, and nor do I care about the husband part, nor do I care about him and another woman. That does not, that's, does not affect me. But when we get somebody who could bring some kind of attention to addiction, unfortunately, where I grew up, where I grew up, Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, I dealt with a lot of addiction. Thank God it didn't out affect my physical form personally. I don't have an addictive personality. I, I'm not a self-destructive person. I had no desire to smoke crack cocaine. None whatsoever. You couldn't convince me to smoke crack cocaine if you tried for 50 years in a row, day and night. It's, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But I watched people who went from car job family to two weeks later pushing shopping carts with cans in them and i was like this shit's insane Yeah,
0: you that's know? Saying, how we get new crackers
2: no you know what <laughs> evil always says jump on board and people are always they love to the ride they everybody thinks not me not me but I watch so many people get, and you know what? Here we are 30, I guess 30 years later, some people are still struggling with that original crack addiction. And I know some of these people. I care about some of these people. So if if someone brings the light to it, I don't care how she handles it personally. I'm more worried about the first timer, the starter. And before they throw their whole life away, that they get some kind of help. Yep. You know, I don't I don't care if the help is the church, which I have major issues with. I don't care if they, I don't care if they trade their addiction for another addiction, which is AA and NA, which I think are nothing but addictions also. Because we have to take some responsibility that we have the strength within ourselves to help ourselves. I don't think me talking, say, Ned, and you two bones, say I was an alcoholic, and every day I called both of y'all and I spoke to you for an hour. I don't think that's going to be the determining factor of me staying sober or not. It might help. It may help. But I don't think that that would be the end-all, be-all. I think it also has to come from within. To say I'm not gonna do this shit no more. I'm tired of killing myself. You know.
0: Yeah, I never wanted to have a addiction to anything, but I think she, she, the way she handled it, she'll be like the, the poster child for a while.
2: Yeah, you know what? When you when you got that platform that, and you make the narrative, you kind of sometimes have the power to make yourself look better than you actually are. And I thank you for enlightening me to the fact that the Daily Mail, which I'm going to say, I got to give the Daily Mail props. There are things that drop on the Daily Mail that happen in America before they before they drop, it seems like, in America.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd be like yeah. her people noticed that they this story was coming out, or maybe her people got aware of it and she chose to get in front of it, which is great, because they've been running stories about her since that day, it seems like every single day now.
2: Okay. Well, I just hope that she is real, real about it. And not only that, because she has power, influence, and money that in the future she pays this shit forward and helps save some young women, some young men from the same evil addiction.
0: Yeah, because I would say too, that she's responsible for over a hundred people's jobs and welfare. So without her, these people may be out of jobs too. So I guess that that weighs a heavy burden on people.
2: Yes. So you know it's uh it's 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 like I said, it's something that I hope that she uh can fix, that she could be an advocate for it, that she'll go on and just, you know, do good works. This, there's always room in this world for good works, man. Good works. I don't think there's enough of it. Because we got these people here. They stand for good works, the Catholic clergy. But in Illinois, another 400 of them indicted for sexual misconduct. I mean, when is this shit end? When are the people in the, that sit in the pew? See, my wife told me this yesterday. She said, baby, you can't be mad at people because they want to be Catholic or they are Catholic. I said, I'm not mad at them for that. I'm mad at them for their silence. I'm mad that nobody, think about it. We picket everything in the world. When are the people from the church going to go outside and raise a ruckus and say, we're not not standing for the shit no more because who kids are they molesting? They're not molesting the Baptist people's kids. Or the Pentecostal people's kids. They're not molesting Muslims. They're molesting the kids they can get their hands on. Little Catholic kids.
0: And if it was Muslim kids, if it was the Muslims that was doing that to the kids, oh man, people would be rolling out
2: pitchforks for them. Oh yeah, yeah. You know how that goes, man. I, I, suffer not the little children, man. I mean, You guys as parents have the biggest responsibility job and the scariest job on the planet. Your job is more scary than having your finger on on a fucking bomb, nuclear weapons. You got to instill wisdom, moral standards, and then you have to also live up to them in a child's eye. That's a hard job, man. I respect that job. And did you also have to protect them from evil? That, that uh, I don't envy your job, but it's a hell of a job that you have. You know, it's quite a job. It's, 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 it's quite a responsibility. I mean, and I'm sure it's, it, it can be scary at times, the, the amount of responsibility that comes along with something like that. You know? You all see the picture of this girl, or, or the video of this girl licking the toilet seat on the uh, airplane? Yes, yeah, she should die. Well, she's trying to kill herself. Bones, have you seen that?
1: No, I didn't see
2: that. <laughs> I didn't now, watch it. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to give her any. Uh, the people that listen to me, I'm not going to give her name. So that they could now go see it. Now, does she have the right to do it? Yes. Uh, Does she have some problems she needs to address? Yes. I don't know. I don't know when hell that makes her feel better about herself. A toilet is a pretty vile. Well, the toilet is a vile place. I don't give a damn how much. Immediately, do
0: some crazy things,
2: man. The internet is a mother, is a we are we talking the new beast. This shit is the beast.
1: It is. Um, I think also too with this how you can go live and then you can become your own star in your production. It is it's horrible. You know what I mean? From the all of the fights and the gross things we've seen, people near deaths, as you know, people won't pull out their phone to call nine one one, medical emergency, but they will go live to just record it.
0: Whatever oh, it happens a, to
1: you just happens.
0: There was a perfect example of that this week in the subway system, 3 a.m., guy on the train, this old lady on the train. He kicks this lady so hard, multiple times in her face and her chest. And, you know, people just sat there and recorded.
1: Yes, mean, they, and they oohs caught and, him and they,
0: yeah, they caught him yesterday Yeah, they caught him yesterday, but still you sat there and watched that man kicked that old lady in the face and chest for no reason at all and just sat there and pulled out your cell phone
2: yeah and you know what i'm going to name that ass clown his name is mark gomez he's 36 years old he's from yonkers new york and he's right where he needs to be now i don't know you're gonna have to tell me bones about this one Do people still handle justice behind the wall for people like this? Or have we changed so much that that doesn't even happen?
1: It does not happen. They talk a good game, but it don't happen. It's just like it's welcome, comrade.
2: Oh, my God. We have. Yeah. So uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you another beast then. Because this has to take a lot of blame. World hip hop star world star hip hop, I think did I say it? Somebody correct me. Uh, yeah, the
0: second one was right.
2: World Star Hip Hop? Oh,
0: it's just I think it's just worldstar.com. Okay. I don't know if hip hop is there or not.
2: <clears throat> they have given birth to a generation of cowards, cacklers, clowns, and people who will not lend a hand. But love to say two things. Ooh, ah, yeah, damn, world star. That's not helped. I mean, damn, an old lady, if that's the best as a grown man that I could do is scream ooh and ah while elderly person is getting their ass kicked, then I'm, I, you take my man card. How could I look in the mirror if I got off that train and I didn't do anything, anything, didn't even, these people didn't even verbally, like, you know, you're a piece of shit. I, 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 that one, I don't understand, man. I, I'm not, I'm not with it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm not going to blame it on this generation. I'm just going to blame it on, if I'm the one who posted and I'm the one who gets 4 million views, I'm the star. So I don't care who suffers. This this is where uh, we reached as a society. Now, I don't understand this guy. I guess this is huge news, or I don't know how, if it's faded kind of in New York, the guy who kills the Gambino boss. Oh yeah, that was all over the news. I didn't even realize that we still have mob bosses. Yeah, this Anthony Carmelo. But did he he goes to court? He has all this bullshit written in his hand, but he also has MAGA forever. Is this now is MAGA now a code word that people are supposed to scream to each other like, hey, I'm one of the crew. I'm MAGA. I mean, is that what this is?
1: Yeah, and he don't, now that, now that guy right there doesn't realize what he done put himself in. He's in a whole world of shit, because, you know, us, we be playing games about the code. Them, they for real. Wherever he go, you know, the the, the, the kite is out on him, wherever he lands.
0: Yeah,
2: or he spends 23 in a 8 by 12 forever. Yeah. You know what? I? That little fucking box, man, called a, 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 a solitary or a jail cell or whatever the fuck you want to call it, that shit is a deterrent, man. Just looking at it. I thank God that my mother did me a favor. Scariest day of my life, I'll tell you both. Scariest day of my life. When I was about 12 or so. My mother ran group homes in New York City. That's why she got a jail named after her. She ran the Department of uh, Corrections for Youth in New York City. And they were sending kids to Scared Straight. Now, I wasn't a bad kid. I was no thug. I was no uh, you know robber or anything. But she said she thought it was a good idea that me and my friends went to Scared Straight. So we go to we go to Rahway Prison. I see all these big, grown-ass men who do nothing but talk about fucking boys in the ass for two hours. So that was horrifying enough. But then they locked each kid in the cell. And I'm claustrophobic. The sheer panic that I went through being locked in that cell and them walking away, I said, I can't have this for life. This cannot, this cannot be me. There is no way, shape, or form this can be me. I will do anything that I have to do so that this is not me. Believe it or not, 90% of the guys that I went with has spent over a decade locked in those cells. I might be one of the only three who didn't get locked in a cell. they, They act like it ain't shit. I always tell them, well, I don't know how, what's messed up inside your body. Well, that ain't shit. To me, that's a big deal, man. Being told when to go, when to come. You know, another man looking at my balls and ass. That's not what I want. Yeah,
0: I think I got scared straight just from holding cells. Like 30 motherfuckers in here. I got to use the bathroom and I can't use it. Hmm. I'm not going back here.
2: As a, as an adult, I did spend one night at uh, the fuck Atlantic House. But I'm I, by now, I'm a well-schooled Brooklynite. I know 90% of the dudes coming in and out. It was no skin off my ass because the next day I knew that when I was seeing the judge, he was like, the fuck are you even doing here? You're working, man. Get out. Yeah. And that was the end of that. You know? But uh, no, no. I mean, you know. Listen, I grew up in the Giuliani age. The motherfuckers would pick you up on the street for anything. Yep. Anything. Oh, we seen an open container. It wasn't mine. Click, click. You're going with us anyway. Yep. So that's
0: how how he was, too. I was. think Bloomberg wasn't no better. He he just he just kept uh, Giuliani practices in play in play.
2: Yeah, but
0: I mean.
1: Well, they ended his practices ended his practice. though when they um, ruled the stop and frisk was unconstitutional. Yeah. Um. But but while it was in effect though, they were just um, arresting everybody in the hood, everybody. Yeah. I
0: had know? a I have an open and, container. Yeah. I got an open container for an iced tea, only because the cop asked if he could smell it. And I was like, if you smell it, either you're gonna have to get me a new one, because I'm not gonna drink it after <laughs> you put your nose on it.
2: Right. Right. Oh no, they they rolled up on us so much. I lived on a uh, close to a place called Stuyvesant. Uh and they rolled up on that corner of Stuyvesant on a daily basis. And what made it so crazy was every guy that was on that corner were all working. We were all nine to five us. Some of us worked on Wall Street, some of us worked at law firm. but You know, the guys like to get together and have a brew after work. And boy, every single day. And sometimes they every single day they were taking somebody. Because you know, these guys fight back. Oh man, you know, look, you know, screw you. I'm not I'm not going with this. But it was what they wanted was they wanted to be able to drive through and nobody be out. Nobody. And w- matter of
1: fact, and I, which is so contradictory when alcohol is legal. So why do you got to cover yes. up a, a can of beer in a bag? It's legal. Unbelievable. for ass laws.
2: Not one, not one joint in the bunch. Nobody smoking blunts. There's none of that going on. There's no knives or guns. And matter of fact, we had a female cop who wound up getting into a lot of problems because she was famous for her 113s. Officer in distress. And one day she claimed to to have seen a gun underneath a car. You talking, it seemed like 25 cop cars detained all of us for forever for this fictional gun that nobody ever found. And it, it, matter of fact, it, it that was like an amazing night. It was like, you know, because you got the jump out. uh net where you live, y'all got jump out boys. We had a, yep. very, a very famous crew of jump out boys in Brooklyn. Sarge and them was like gangsters. They were like fucking um, what was that movie with Denzel Washington? I'm King Kong. Trinity Day. Day. Yeah. Those are the jump out boys, because they're gangsters, basically. You don't know they're on your ass till they're on your ass, you know? Yep. Now I want to talk about something lighthearted, man. I got deep into, and I, I hate addiction. We talked about how much I hate addiction, but right now I am shooting Game of Thrones in my veins like a mother effer. I mean, I am just oding on Game of Thrones, man. Yeah,
0: me too. Finally,
1: <laughs> finally. finally.
2: <laughs> and I'm going to tell you now, Bones. Me and my wife don't know where we've been, and we we apologize to everybody. <laughs> we apologize. I am begging for apologies from the gods, the <laughs> old gods and the new. I am already on season four.
0: Oh, I'm
2: on season four too. I'm on season four. I just finished episode three. Game of Thrones is in my top, maybe number one (laughs) show of all time. This show just does not stop with shit. I mean, I, I can't believe these characters. I love Dinklage. I love Peter Dinklage, Terry On. I I love uh-huh. him. I love I love his comedy that he brings. But <laughs> the, the person there's a couple in them in the show who I really, really enjoy. And I don't know where it's heading, but Arya and the Hound, they they're like comical but killers. Yes. And and but I don't even understand why the hound likes her so much, but he does. Yep. And net, I gotta say this to you because you're a wrestling fan. The young redhead girl Gurgit. Yep. I I think that Becky Lynch is stealing her whole angle from her.
0: <laughs> I can see that now.
2: Can you see it? My wife even yeah. said it. I, I said she's stealing the whole Irish lass. Uh, I'm the man. She's taking it directly from <laughs> Game of Thrones and putting it into the WWE. You know. That's the what they say. The, uh, cult,
0: the, the culture uh, may that Game of
2: Thrones culture. Why not borrow it from it? Yeah, you know what. I'm gonna go through about four or five more episodes today. I like I said, I'm almost. I got the I got the DTS because I haven't watched the episode this morning.
1: And um, I knew that I knew whenever you did decide to watch it, I knew you would like it because one, it there's nothing short on violence. You can't fall in love with your character. The writing (laughs) is excellent, and they don't give a they don't give a fuck. They just like what all right this one you think is it gets you know it's just they aim to please that's like with this walking dead thing right here they don't water it down and whatnot it's a violent show it's the times it's a violent show keep it like
0: that if you don't like it don't watch it yeah I, uh, why did why 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 didn't you watch before
2: oh uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you now it's kind of funny i didn't watch before because one the thing, one of the things that I love, the dragon didn't make sense to me. I was like, "That's bullshit." Two, I thought it was going to be about these old English tea and crumpets, you know, like just sitting around <laughs> going, "Oh, Lord, lady. no, oh, bring them. no." You know what? I, I found out. You know what? Episode one. As soon as you meet Ned Stark, you go, "This shit is good." Yeah. (laughs) And and not just that. There's something that's very different about this with all these kings, queens, lords and ladies. If you notice, everybody gets to talk shit. These are the biggest shit talkers that you ever met on any show in your life. Even people who have no standings talk shit. Yeah. Until they tell you, I can't take it no more. Shut up. But they let you talk shit. You can come in the, in the presence of the queen and talk like a mad person. And then she'd be like, okay, well, now stop. You know, I mean, I got my favorites. I got my favorites. I don't know where they're going. I don't know how it's going oh, to, what's going to happen to them. It's, it's an amazing I do show. Like... And, and
1: the show is amazing. No, go and, ahead. Uh, I finished it. You know, I finished it and I rewatched it. And then when you rewatch, you understand what happened in season one. Episode one is still relative in season seven, season eight. It's it's amazing how they tie in, you know, how they tie one um, seed planted in one episode one to the first season, how it's still relative in, uh, you know, season seven, season eight. Like these seeds are planted and moves are made for this purpose only here. And amazing show. Yeah, that's
0: what yeah. got me in into- I started watching late, but uh, when I started watching it, and I was like, oh, Ned Stark is the star of this show. Then when they killed him off, I was like, oh, I was confused. I was like, oh, how the hell they kill off the main character?
2: They killed oh. off a, a bunch of people you think of main characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, ep- season three, episode nine, the wedding, I was in shock. I was like, did oh, I just the red see wedding! What I seen?
1: The red Wait, wedding, no yeah. joke.
2: Yeah, I was like, "This is insane." I "The red, the
1: red wedding."
0: Uh, no, I know about the red wedding, uh, but I don't think I saw that yet, so I might be. No, do the then I, I can't before.
2: say anything about that.
0: No, no, I know. I already know what happened because you know it, it's been years out. People already told me, but I, my problem was I couldn't remember a lot of the characters' names. So even if you say it. I want to know which character you were talking about, really. Well, you know but what's know, great like, about it? Uh, I do know that, like the main characters, main characters that die.
2: It the, the great thing about it is I thought that the names were gonna be beyond like shit you could say, but you you get to know these names. Now we just lost a lunatic, and now we got a new I got a new lunatic. This fucking boat <laughs> is out of this world. Which one? Is Bolton, huh? Which one? Which is one's out of the world? Uh the son is out of this world. His father's a piece of shit too. Wait, Bolton, story? Story? Ramsey Bolton, the one who's oh oh yeah yeah older.
1: Bolton's son. Yeah oh yeah yeah oh he's a, he's sadistic. The son. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's it's like yeah, every time you turn around, you think you say, "Okay, somebody, I could I could breathe, and we'll just have five minutes." Little, you know who I like? I kind of like Littlefinger and and the Ball Guy because they're manipulating like a mother effer. Mm-hmm. They don't, they yeah. don't, they don't do shit that doesn't have. It's like uh the blacklist. Red doesn't do anything that doesn't have a uh uh in a means. A benefit. To yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, one of the best shows too it, right now,
1: man.
2: Matter of fact, I have not seen the last episode of The Blacklist. I don't know why I'm holding I have not watched anything all week because I've been I mean, I got nine one one. I got... Now, one show I do stay up with is Black Monday. I love Black Monday.
0: Oh, yeah. I got to start watching that. I got to start binging that.
2: <clears throat> Black Monday is only saying, half an I hour. I recommended
0: uh, Gotham again because I watched last week episode and I was like, I think I walked away. I was I can't do this.
2: Bones. We got to kill Bones for that. It's his fault. (laughs) Yeah, I have to say
1: too that was garbage. It was trash.
2: I
0: was like, what the hell? Oh my god.
1: Yeah, There was
0: so much crazy stuff that happened. I'm like, come on. this, This is insane.
2: Let me ask you both a question. There's two more episodes left to the show. Why would you introduce this daughter that we don't know shit about at such a late stage? Why bother?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was horrible. The
2: question like, I'm, I forget about
0: Batman, but uh, he, uh, what's his name? Gordon does have a daughter, right?
2: Barbara. Yeah, yeah
0: Barbara. You know, you know who oh, Barbara so the, oh, right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Barbara Gordon is Batgirl. Right. Oh,
0: okay, okay, all right.
2: Now, so this guy... That
0: Barbara's the pregnant one,
2: okay. This guy, Ben McKenzie... He's such a lazy bastard, and he's so arrogant. The motherfucker had surgery. Did you notice he had surgery for being shot? And he never took his shirt off. Oh, no, I
1: didn't.
0: Even... <laughs> <laughs> they noticed this it. Sh- I didn't even notice it. Yeah.
2: Listen, Barbara gave birth with a coat and a dress on.
0: And heels. You... She never took the heels she, off.
2: She never took it. Any- <laughs> I realize what we're doing, and most people don't realize. We're watching Batman all over again from the old days. You remember when it was a joke, Batman, oh, back in when he West? was a kid? Yeah. That's what we're watching.
0: <laughs> Gotham had so much potential. I don't know if they started introducing new characters that caused the problem, but it just looked like it went nowhere.
2: Yeah, it's time to yeah, and Even right.
1: Even introducing a new character, Bane, even this thing right here. Like, you got two episodes left. What's the point? Just focus on what you got.
0: Then I was like, two episodes left, and then they taking, like, a month off?
1: Right, right, yeah, and you're taking
2: four weeks off. Yeah, like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Hold on, so you mean to tell me they're in hiatus, and we got to wait for these last too? Yeah, it comes back, like, in the end
0: of April or something like that.
2: They got a lot of balls. Yeah. That's a lot of nerve. <clears throat> a lot of nerve. Like we're sitting on our hands waiting for this.
0: Yeah, I, I would enjoy the show if it was just circled around Penguin and uh, the Riddler. The Riddler.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the um the other guy, Mister Freeze.
0: Oh yeah, but you, you they just give him a cameo like every five episodes or so.
1: Right. And then they had um um the one with the flowers. I can't even think of her name right now. Ivy. Ivy. And, yeah. And um. I guess. I would have been fine if be.
0: kept Holly Berry. Uh James Pickett's
1: <laughs> character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her was good too.
2: Uh Mooney, uh something money Oh, Fish hey. Mooney, yeah. Yeah, Fish Mooney. But I, what I love about the show is that if somebody's dead, I expect to see them like a episode or two after. Oh
0: yeah, no, one's dead. no <laughs> one no one seems to seems that they could catch uh dr strange oh
2: right, yeah. right, right, right. well that's he not caught even... every
0: week it disappears
2: yeah and and who protects him
0: yeah exactly he always gets down with the with with a new boss and switch sides i was like he should be dead already
2: yeah big, time. Just, big time just creepy now i want to talk about something because i i this is kind of part of the title of this this whole thing it's called Size Matters, and now I know how that sounds, right?
1: <laughs>
2: we we automatically, our minds automatically goes to uh penis, Size Matters. Now, I am sure to a lot of women that it's super important. To a whole bunch of other women, it's not that important, but it kind of fits a motif. I see that we we, we come from a place where people always uh, break up. They always divorce, right? People don't marry what turns them on. I I think that's the key thing to other than you two liking each other, two people liking each other. You got to marry what turns you on. If you are a dude who likes tall, dark-skinned women, why would you hook up with a short, light-skinned lady? it's not gonna work, it's not gonna last. Somebody's gonna, you're gonna be miserable. Or you're gonna cheat with tall, dark-skinned women. (laughs) Or if a woman likes big penises, why is she gonna deal with a middle range penis? She's gonna hunt for the big penis. So I think the first thing you gotta do is how do you establish that we, we like each other? It's good that that woman's got to fit what turns you on. You know, I'm I'm not into women above size 10s. I just, I've never dated any. Simple shit, simple. I don't want a woman Monique size. That doesn't work for me. I mean, then she gonna be calling me a pillow biter, you know? Uh, so, I think it's kind of simple. Sometimes, do you think that's
1: the, during? Time. Do you th- do you think that's um by age? Because love, I think, between the ages, say, let's say twenty-one to thirty, is different than thirty-one to forty and forty, you know, to fifty. You no, know, your younger. I think younger I th- years. I think you will probably get your, you know, what you really want, and then as you get older especially especially women like if the pickings get slimmer or on their mind that's what they say. But
2: see i think
1: now you just looking for someone who can just take care of you
2: well to a point i'm going to say yes and then i'm going to say no to bones because if she is that person see think about it that tall dark-skinned woman those are the two things that's not going to change about her she's going to remain tall she's going to remain dark-skinned I'm not saying that there aren't things that won't change. Okay, she was a nice slim size four when you met her. She gave you three kids. You can't expect her to still be that size four. That's when love kicks in. But if you like a woman with really big feet, you can't go out and date a woman who wears a size six if that's the thing that turns you on. That's what I'm talking about, the thing that turns you on the other stuff you can work around. Do you know that my wife is basically, we're talking 20, going in May, 23 years, is basically the same size that she was when I met her. She might be just a little bit bigger. Just, and I'm talking little, I I do all the washing in this house. Every every time I wash clothes and I fold her t-shirts, they're like little clown t-shirts to me. I'd be like, look at this little fucking t-shirt. It looked like a kid could wear it. But that's the kind of woman size that I like. I like them small. You know? And I also like them dark skinned. So me with a, a light skinned woman would never work. It, it would just never work. I would have never made it to 23 years. I tell you that. Because I would have always been looking at some dark skin woman. Going, I wonder what her ass look like. Because I see your pale ass and that ain't for me. You know? It's not a knock. It's not a knock at all because we all have our things. But us being guys, right? We have to think about also there's a sexual component to relationships. And you don't want to be sleeping with a chick and always... Because... I don't know if any one of y'all will be honest about this or not. There has had to be at least one chick in your life that you slept with and the whole time you were sleeping with her you were thinking about another girl because she just didn't do it for you. Okay, I I, I threw that out there. I threw that out there. Anybody going to say anything?
0: I had that, but I just think it was... Yeah, I agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: it's true. <laughs> now, but imagine imagine being stuck with that chick forever. Wouldn't you be miserable after a while with her? Like, damn, every time I do something with you, I gotta think, I gotta think that somebody else, that other woman is touching me. That's that you you shouldn't have to go through Fuck okay. that. One thing I give my mother, my mother always told me, Son, don't settle. Just because you see it in the first store you go in, don't mean you gotta buy it there. Maybe somebody got it on sale. The same as that thing down the block. Don't settle, you know.
1: Yep.
2: And and I and think also too,
1: you know, you know, like society, we be we we're um, trained um, to fit into a box of what, and our indoctrination, you know, as kids, you know, we're trained to fit into the box of what you supposed to be doing, you know, like the uh, marry your house your two point five kids and picket fence and whatnot and what is what is this what is that as opposed to the free thinking train of thought and by yeah. the time you realize it you're doing the other thing you know you're cheating you're drugging you're doing this you're doing that because you're like oh I didn't want to do this I settled yeah
0: I agree yeah. I'm happily
1: miserable now.
0: I get that question every day. How come you're not married? I'm like, yeah, I've been together for so long. I'm like, mind your fucking business? Why, why are you try to put us in the box? We know what we're doing.
2: You know what, Ned? It's your life. And if what works for you works for you, it's the same as what works for me works for me.
0: Yeah, I don't think right. I've ever asked someone to this day when you're going to have a kid or when you're getting married. That's the... Two questions I refuse to ask people, and I get those. I used to get both of those questions every day.
1: And then also, too, you know how, whatever, however anyone de- determines their relationship is how you determine your relationship, because it also, too, goes back down to the basics of anything is morals and ethics. As long as your your numbers is in line, you were somebody and you didn't uh, get married, but as long as she is on your uh, health benefits, as long as she is on your your bank statement, your life insurance policy—like you done dotted all your i's and crossed all your t's—and yep. protecting and providing for your family—that's all that matters.
2: Yes, I agree with you wholeheartedly because you know what—you have to protect yourself, you have to protect your family. That's a that that's part of your job. Yep. But I—that's why I said earlier about the gossip part that doesn't just go for celebrities, that goes for people in my life too. I stay out of people's bedrooms. I stay out of their relationships because I am not, I don't really know what makes that thing actually work the way it works. But if it works and the person that I'm dealing with seems happy most of the time, what has it got to do with me? What is it? Because you got to have some couples who are more social than other couples and that's their thing. Then you're going to have other couples who, you know, you don't know what's going on with them. They don't say a word about anything to anybody. Yep. And, right. and trust me right. that being married as long as I am, I heard, I had to actually finally put my foot down about the baby thing. Listen, Stop. I've had people literally question me. There is no way that you can love her if you don't have a child with her. I'm like, are you fucking insane? I mean, literally, are you insane? Yeah,
0: I, I feel like this. I, got, I, I know somebody who can't have kids. So you know, um, they probably crush them when you ask them when they're going to have a baby. Like, you don't know anybody's situation. That's no, true. Yeah,
1: some people. Some people happily um, you know, they're living their life. They're living their best yeah. life. They're living their life. Even, again, about what we indoctrinated it to when someone says you get married and it's happily ever after. That's a fantasy. It ain't happily ha- happily ever after like in the book. <laughs> life hmm. and real stuff happens in life. You know, sometimes, you know, you, you know, like anything, you have disagreements, you have arguments, blah, blah, blah. It's not happily ever after. You know, yeah, you I want it like to be people... as happy as possible. Yeah,
0: I feel like some people didn't get married
2: for the wrong reasons too at times. A lot of times, a lot of times. A lot of times. Listen, nobody could fight with you better than the person that you live with day to day and share a bed. Now, I wish, there's one thing that I wish some idiot didn't start, I don't know, centuries ago. Why the fuck do we have to sleep together? (laughs) I I think that's the stupidest thing. I think that's the stupidest thing. You become an adult. Usually first you sleep with, okay, you're an infant. You got your little crib. Then you try to climb into your parents' bed as much as humanly possible. Then they get tired of you. They kick you out. Tell you stop being a coward, sleep in your own bed. Then you go from sleeping in your own bed for years Now, okay, you want to have sex with this new woman as much as possible. I understand that's when you sleep together all the time because you're trying to have sex. When every relationship starts off like two rabbits, right? (laughs) Every relationship that makes it, those two people couldn't keep their hands off each other for a long time. Then they become normal human beings again. And then you'd be like, you know what? You bitch about my snoring i bet you about you moving the covers why are we adults and and we're like doing like four-year-olds having sleep but you know I, i sleep in the same bed i'm not trying to make myself sound like some some nut job but there was a time where i tried to sleep out of the bed as much as humanly possible shit the living room was my bedroom i was like fuck that first of all my wife was like the last thing I want is somebody climbing in the bed at 3.30 in the morning, waking me up when I got to get up at 7 to go to work. Yep. But that's just something to think about. Why the hell do we have to sleep together? Who made that rule? <laughs> I going to that
0: guy. I don't know we my, my aunt and her husband sleeping in the same room. At least in my lifetime. They've been married like 50, 50-something years.
2: Yeah, that's, that, that's one I can do without. See, now here's here's say,
0: another one. No, go ahead.
2: That's that, you know what? If that works for them, that works for them. I'm I'm all for what works for you, works for you. Like here's one. We was just talking about something like that society telling you what to do. It's it's people want the best for their their, their children. And everybody, you know, we have all these controversies about what's going on with these colleges. But I think that you have to honestly look at your kids. And if you got an imbecile at home who can't even get grades in high school, why are you going to go $200,000 in debt sending them to college? Amen. I mean, yep. I mean amen. can't even. Get... That's right. You got somebody who you really... can't even prove that they could be a C student in free high school. <laughs> why am i going in debt to send you to college to be a f student so you could Telling party my cousins
0: and stuff i'm like yo you're not going to school go pick up a trade or something but go do something you ain't got to go to college just go pick up a trade or something because you can't be at uh, uh at, at at fine fair for the rest of your life
1: <laughs> i think fellas that's definitely not knowing i should say i should not knowing, not um. You're passing off something down to your kids that you know in your heart of hearts is not true. So you're being untruthful to yourself and doing a disservice to the child by sending them into an environment they're not prepared for. My son, uh, he showed zero interest through his four, year, five years of high school. Zero, nothing, nada. He went to Sylvan. He went to Coolman um, or these other different learning groups. He was in special education to see if something was wrong with him, and then. He graduates high school. And then he comes smiling with the college papers that he puts before his mother. And she looked at him and she said, Son, I love you. She said, But I am not signing nothing for you to go to college because your five years you demonstrated no zero interest in going to school. And if you want to go to school, you'll be paying for that yourself. Yep. And, and you that know what? her son, her only son, baby, and that's what she that's what she told him. I'm not paying for it, I'm not doing it. That's you
0: good. know what it, and takes? Didn't,
1: do it. And didn't
0: do it. I always tell people too, when I'm, you spend your own money, you act a little differently in school. Your pocket.
2: I concur I, I I went to college as an adult, a young adult. Let's say I started when I was about twenty three. NYU wasn't cheap. But it was something I wanted to do. But I was not ready out of high school. No way in the hell was I ready out of high school. I was like, you know what? I want to breathe. And I probably wouldn't have got into NYU if I would have tried directly at the high school. It just wasn't my time. But you got to, you know what? I think that's the hardest thing to do. To actually look at somebody that you love dearly, deeply, and say, you know, because we have the fantasy. What is the fantasy? You can be anything you want to be. Everybody can't be anything they want to be. You know what? Lannister would have to look at Tyrion and say, if the NBA was around at that time, no, you're not going to be the starting center for the Los Angeles Lakers you're two foot tall. Stop it. Yep. But people cannot, the the fantasy overrules a lot of time reality so they can't tell the truth because they don't want to be the bad guy in their own children's eyes.
0: Yeah, there's a,
2: well, perfect a commercial about that that one. I was
0: watching, especially during NCAA where it was like, these many people make it to the NBA out of the NCAA, the majority of them going to regular day jobs. I like, oh, you know, this question yeah. makes a lot of sense because everyone with these ball dreams is uh, uh, living in like Fantasy Island somewhere. Mm.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know what? You that that when you got to look at them and tell them, like, you know, some people have just the heart. You could do it lovingly. You could do it really lovingly. You could even, some people, I knew a person, right? They they knew that their kids, they had three kids. Two of them were academically inclined to, to achieve, you know, a lot of things. One of them was good with his hands and pretty much adult. dullard. never knew anything, couldn't answer anything. So, But he he had a goal of having a business. So when they saved the money for school, they turned, instead of turning it over to a university or college, they turned it over to him and said, then go and make your business. I'm not saying they get tossed out. Just because they don't go to school, it's over, you're an adult, go on with your life. Sometimes you push them towards a goal that they have, just because a kid doesn't go to school doesn't mean he's not a great artist, or he could play an instrument and that might make them money. Those are the things that you back. But sitting there with syllabus and a professor and doing term papers and, and seeing down the line a thesis is necessary when this kid can't even put three paragraphs together that makes sense is a waste of time, money, and energy for everybody involved. Now, before we get out of here, man, did y'all hear Barbara Streisand's comments about Michael Jackson?
0: Yeah, that was the thing.
2: What about you, Bones?
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. I didn't read what she stated, but uh, from when I um, read, I was like, wow.
2: Yeah, she said it didn't kill him, and besides, Jackson had sexual needs, and these were his sexual needs. I don't know if this is old age, senility, stupidity, what it is, but I understand that we love our friends, but we can't forgive our friends of just anything. Yeah. You know? And here's a lie. I think here's a lie. Just don't answer the question. You See, Bones could tell you that this is a lie because he worked with offenders and he worked with people who have been on the other end of being abused. Just because you're physically dead don't mean that you're not dead. Sexual abuse kills people. It kills the biggest part of you, the spirit. I bet you've seen hundreds, thousands of people who have been maybe you didn't know their backstory, but the reason that they were where they were was because of abuse, you know. So, just because you physically, when a woman gets raped, a part of her I'm sure dies. I can't speak, I can't speak real facts on that, but I would think. I mean, I can't imagine a man going to jail, getting raped, and a part of him don't die. He might act like he's fucking normal after that, but I had a buddy. Hardcore street gangster guy, five percenter, ass got locked up in uh, Boston. They didn't like him. They ran a train on him. They actually pimped this kid out. Oh, he was no kid. He was a grown-ass man. They pimped him out, you know, lips uh kool-aid lipstick and then they put like the wire on the street of what they were doing to him when he came home this dude was more fucked up than uh joy. the only thing he didn't do was hang himself and i didn't understand how the hell he, he didn't kill himself you know you left you were the hardest guy on the block you came home if a mouse would have said "Get the fuck out of my way," he would have ran. You know. So you can't. You can't say it doesn't kill. It does kill. It kills the spirit. Now, before I say goodbye to you guys, man, what the hell happened in New York City that we have in MAGA rallies in New York City?
0: No, oh, those probably people you from Staten Island.
2: There was one yesterday or the day before bones i mean some yeah, of people look like, you know you know you know the guy who has the kingdom where he only bangs his daughters and he has the well the 90-year-old man with all the ugly daughters yes walter frank
1: well,
2: that's what everybody looked at like at this rally like they had crawled out from middle earth i was like who the hell is first of all making all this money off of MAGA hats? Two. We like to. If you're from a, a different place, and 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 I'm gonna thank you guys. I found out this week that we heard in some places that you wouldn't think that people listen, but Russia, France, Canada, <laughs> Republic of Lithuania. Can you fucking believe that? Sweden yeah. people tune in to listen, right? I don't want y'all people to think that New York's not a beautiful place, but New York's not some liberal muckety muck place. It's a segregated, especially the state. The state is is weird. I think the state once you get out of the city to Five Barrels is red.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, bro, it is. Yeah, but people and, and think... The, and the, these people are poor up here. Yeah. Where, I'm, where I live, they're poor. Trailer parks, they're poor.
0: It's the people yeah, that are just been, uh, poor. Man. My girl dad lives in Bingleton, and I was like, oh, this is a change of scenery.
1: Yeah, yeah people... crazy. And then people vote against their interests. It's amazing how... It's amazing. That quote, what Lillian Baines Johnson said, is just amazing. You know about the poor white man. You got to make him think that he's better than the black man. You know, you could pick his pocket, and he's still gonna roll. You know, with you know, the, you know, the, to make him think he's better. Mm. Yeah, it's
2: it's, it's, it's it's messed up, people. But people have this misperception or misconception. I'm sorry about New York. Is like you know. It's the streets made of milk and honey, golden streets where every white person loves every minority, and every minority loves every white person back. No, we don't. No, they don't. There's a big separation in that city. It's a big, it's it's been there our whole lives. I never fooled myself. I had this conversation with my wife earlier. She said, Well, I went to high school with white people, I was like, baby, think about it. It wasn't until you got to high school. I went to high school. It was in my neighborhood. So it was a black high school. I didn't have my first interactions until I was a young adult. And that's the way it was. I remember trying to get an apartment in Fort Hamilton. I called a guy on the phone, say, hey, man, I'm coming over to check out the apartment. And I know I got a pretty white guy name. You know, I have a white guy's name. And I know how to talk, so I say, Hey, I'm I'm heading over to come check the apartment out. I knock on the door. Old boy looks me directly in the face and say I've just rented it.
0: <laughs> oh damn.
2: I was like, <laughs> I said, There's no need for me to even say, Come on, man, we just spoke 20 minutes ago over the phone. Come on over. Oh no, the apartment. Oh, but I have some suggestions for you. I have some friends. They have places in Bed stuy and Brownsville and Bushwick. I was like, I'm not looking at the places in Bed stuy Brownsville, and Bushwick. I want to live over here at Fort Hamilton. He was like, Good luck. Have a good day. Then close the door on me. And that was the end of that. And that wasn't the only time stuff like that has happened to me. I've tried to move into other neighborhoods and been told, like, by realtors, especially back in the day, you're better off uh you know going where you belong like what the fuck do you mean where i belong i thought i belonged anywhere i could afford you know you, you guys see what's going on in california uh with the uh, people living in the rvs
0: no oh, i didn't see that
2: <laughs> yeah near stanford university people the rents are so high that people can't afford. And these are working folks. They can't afford the rent. So they're starting to rent out RVs and just live on the street. They took over like a four block area in California and it's now an RV park, like two blocks away from Stanford University, of nothing but the homeless. And I the see whole. That time, here. Yeah. You know I was what? There was a friend, a
0: re- look, I was looking at a, a friend looking for an apartment in Harlem, a studio or one barrel. Shit
2: was starting at like 1,800. Oh, wow. There was a report that came out this week that said one-third of the people in New York cannot afford to live there. One-third of the people who live in New York cannot afford to live there. That's how This
1: is. It is, truthful.
2: And Trump loves to keep telling us how good we're doing as a country. Loves he can't help himself. Everybody's <laughs> making more money. But you want to know something? If people are making more money, but everything is more expensive. Like what's the gas price for you right now, Bones?
1: In my area is two dollars and fifty nine cents for uh regular.
2: You, Ned?
0: Yeah, we're about two sixty something, I believe.
2: Okay, I'm two fifty three. Um I was just, damn, I don't know. I think I was in the 230s, uh, 219, not too long ago.
1: You so were. Two th- weeks ago, the gas prices in New Jersey was $2.38. Yeah. And it went up 20 cents in one week.
2: Yeah, so every time you make an extra dime, they charge you an extra quarter.
0: Yeah, this is why I'm, everybody's up in arms. And I don't understand how these people, they want to do congestive pricing in New York, starting at uh 60th street they want you to have to pay a toll to get past 60th street i'm like so you telling me us people that live in manhattan we basically trapped to the city now because so we got to pay a toll to go to queens we got to pay a toll we can get to the bronx but any other borough we have to pay a toll now we have to pay a toll to get downtown
2: hold on and, and- where the hell is this toll it's just going to be electronically
0: yeah it's going to be electronically because they talking about that that will help uh give the trains to give the, the
1: train
0: MTA. MTA but I'm like how you can you they make weed legal how about that and take a percentage of that for the subway how are you going to make us pay a toll to go across 60th street That's they've insane.
1: been floating that from from Bloomberg was talking about it never got it passed and so now the governor is on board with it the mayor is on board with it see how the pattern is going but New York they said it'll ease the congestion and then also to take that some of that money and give to the MTA MTA is gangster. They mis, mismanage. they corrupt, but New York won't do what like other, other cities do, which is a high, you know, the HOV lanes. Like you can't come into the city with, if they did that with three, if three or more people in a vehicle, then that boom, they, they cut out the congestion, but they, they won't do yeah. that, but they want to tax you on and say that, um, and it, it's a tax. And then, like again, think, I said I got to go back to the MTA. The MTA it. is getting money from the, the MTA is getting money from the yellow cab drivers, the green yep. cab drivers. Fifty cents. As soon as you step in the car, fifty cent of that money goes to the MTA. None of that goes. I think to it even went up
0: now because now just to get in the cab, that price went up because it automatically now is six fifty. Wherever you're going.
1: Jeez. it's crazy. It has,
0: if you kept a cab underneath 96th Street, it's minimum is six fifty.
2: Wow, that's crazy. That, and think about it: at one time they had a a surplus. Remember, the MTA had a surplus, and then the next thing you know, they was like, "We are dead broke." Yep. But they built that second. Yeah. They built a see a train I've never even been on yet. What is it? Second Avenue line? Second Avenue, yeah, which was unnecessary. A...
0: And they and they still gonna um expanding, because it it's only goes to 96th Street. There's only three stops on the east side. They have to expand it all the way to 125th Street. Because right now, it's only servicing the upper east side. If you live in Harlem, yeah, well, you still got to walk to the 6th train.
1: Hmm. And, and it's unnecessary, because you just walk your ass on up three more blocks to Lexington or Park Avenue and get the train. Yeah, I, think
0: it's, I think if you live on 1st and FDR Drive, walking to lexington is like five
2: avenues yeah york from york down to lex is uh but you want to know something if you're taking a train you got a metro car get your ass on the bus, bus yeah. to down to lexington okay but now they got that's all no
0: these like luxury buildings that's being built on like first avenue in york or fdr Drive, where i'm at they have um Shuttle service, the buildings provide bus service to the train station, because who's going to move into a building? You got to walk five avenues to the train station. So now the buildings are providing shuttle buses during rush
2: hour. Oh, wow. See, that's something i never heard of before. Yeah,
0: see, that's the way they can get tenants.
2: See, that's yeah. that's not something that, that affects me, uh, mass transit. We have a bus line near me. I don't know where it goes. I couldn't tell you. I've been fortunate enough that nothing, if something happens to my car, I'll just get into another car. But the only thing I don't like is I'm obligated to drive every freaking way that I go. The only thing I could, there's two things that I could do without driving. That's get my mail and drop off garbage. Other than that, nothing. I couldn't even go get a a container of milk without hopping into a vehicle, you know, because it's we just want... man. If you want to take a <laughs> yeah. golf cart and put that shit on I-40, then you're better man <laughs> than me. Because basically, there's a four-lane highway right up the block from me. I mean, literally, I, I throw a rock, the highway's right there. You know. I go past the garbage bin, and I make a little uh, swerve, and I'm I'm right on the highway. No, no. And what we need here is, and they've been fighting and debating. And I don't know what the debate is about. The debate is about hands-free driving. They will not pass this bill. Everybody down here thinks that they're either Donald Trump, Obama, or Puff Daddy, that they cannot stay off the phone when they drive. Everybody's so important that they got to drive. I mean, you should see these people. You got a cup of coffee in one hand and a cell phone in the other and they driving 65 miles per hour. Because we don't have no rule that says that you have to be hands-free. I'm on the road. You call me... I mean, if I'm on the road, you call me, I got a thing in my car that speaks to me. I could tell it, answer, hang up, or tell them I'll call them back later and it takes care of it for me. I don't think I paid but about $50 for that fucking thing. Not like it's some $600 uh, device. It's a Motorola device. Actually, I could speak to it and text you. I can say text bones. It'll look through my phone book. Text bones. And then I'm sure it's gonna misspell stuff. Tell them uh, I'm driving right now. I can't talk. Okay. Talk, not driving right now, but you get the message. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like baseball. Get- I was going to talk before you go about the salaries in baseball.
2: Oh, uh, well, right now it would be great to be a trout kid. $430 million. That's astronomical money, Bones. That is a fantasy island money. Yeah. You know, uh, Matter of fact, that's the kind of money that makes uh, the two dudes who signed for three hundred million sound like they got underpaid. Ain't that amazing? Three hundred million. Yeah, I know, underpaid. and and
1: um and that kid is just as good, Bryce Harper. He signed a hundred million more than he did. Whoa.
2: I think I think that Bryce Harper signed the worst of the deal because he he signed a deal that says that he doesn't even get like opt out. He should at least. Had a five six year op out, you know, yeah. with the chance to leave if 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 thing say things don't work for him in Philly. Now he's stuck there. I mean he's making a, a boatload of money, but he's stuck. So, I, I that one I don't really understand. But
1: yeah, I, I'm surprised the Yankees didn't jump in. But actually, I'm glad they didn't jump in. You know, because their thing is pitching, 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 pitching. Not so much the backs. They had the bat last year, he, but zero pitching failed them.
2: I would have liked to seen us be able to move Giancarlo somewhere. I, I'm not a huge fan. He strikes out. Oh yeah, too he, much.
1: he what you call it though? He 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 um succumbed to the New York pressure. Some guys can't play in New York. He's he's that guy. He can't. He ain't no New yeah. York player.
2: Yeah, he he needs he needs Judge. To, like open the door for him that they'd be so scared to judge they don't worry about him and DD yeah I, I'm I'm looking I am a huge Yankee fan so I'm definitely looking forward to baseball season I like this team I expect another playoff run from this team this year I mean think about it two years ago we were like a game away from the World <laughs> Series
1: right yeah it wasn't supposed to be there
2: yeah that year it mean, wasn't
1: peaked, supposed to he peaked be there. early
2: yeah, yeah. And I hope that last, last season wasn't like, okay, the decline is already happening, because it happens fast in sports, you know? Yeah. Oh, I said this earlier before you called in, and I don't even know if it's your thing or not, but I don't want you to put the negative vibe in your mind that it can't happen to you. Spend those eight quarters, those 20 dimes those 40 nickels, and go get yourself a freaking Powerball ticket, my friend. $750 million. You're eligible, too. Don't, no negative bullshit that, oh, it can't happen to somebody. Like, it could happen to anybody. And yeah, brother. I, I, I played last night. I got me three tickets. Okay, well, it's back. It's coming back Wednesday, and nobody won.
1: Yeah, boy, you'd be the biggest fool to say, nah, I'm good. Look, look, I'm good. (laughs) Or it can't happen to me. Nah, I'm in it.
2: That's why I describe it the way I do. It's eight quarters, 40 nickels, and 20 dimes. Either combination, one or the other. Think about it, you change not only your family, you change your family for generations' lives. And you could change the family of the people that you love too.
1: That's not blood. Absolutely.
2: You can create businesses, jobs, you could feed homeless, help with sick. I mean, there's, there's a multitude of things that you could do to make the world a better place. A good person, I hope whoever wins, if it ain't me, is a good-hearted person that cares about other people and that just wants to go on fucking uh get the biggest boat and jewelry and crazy shit like that well bones man i want you to have a great rest of the day i don't know what you got planned but i hope it's beautiful and it turns out just the way you want it to
1: thank you brother and same to you too i guess um Ned is gone
2: yes he is he uh he oh. got disconnected and he uh, couldn't get back in. He said he'll call back in next Sunday, which I appreciate. I appreciate, okay, you, all right. I okay, appreciate brother. you calling in. I mean, if you got something else on your mind, this is the time to get it off. If well, I, I guess we can... so. Before
1: we go, I, I can't believe, because I don't watch the news too often, you know, but then I kept hearing about this. I, I could. I was sleeping and I was hearing the news and then I finally chimed in, looked at it and I was like, is this guy serious? tweeting about john mccain a dead guy attacking him attacking the dead and and uh questioning his you know the world with the war hero status and whatnot and I i just couldn't believe that i just think every time we think that hey this guy can't go lower he just never fails to disappoint
2: it's a it's a mixture of two things i think with him bones one he knew the Mueller report was dropping basically the same day Okay, so he needs a distraction, right? Yeah. Distraction, deflect. And two, we're dealing, and I'm tired of it becoming a joke, but it's kind of a joke. We're dealing with somebody who is suffering from some form of a mental illness. Um yeah. people are probably people in power, doctors, they don't want to lose their license and deal with that. And you and you know it makes them seem like a bully, but there's a deterioration of his you know what trump wasn't always like this when we first met young trump he used to be able to hold full sentences he used to be able to say stuff think about trump with mike tyson and and don king when he was running the casinos he used to be able to talk now he talks in three word sentences. big and huge monumentous the biggest, greatest thing ever. I mean, now he sounds like Dr. Evil.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, the only thing that's not funny is the freaking dudes, the president of the United States of America. But no, you know what? Every time, expect a heavy week of Trump deflections. I'm talking ridiculous shit coming out of his mouth all week long while it's while they wait to see if we're going to see this report. He's going to see out. If you think Barbara Streisand said something, we ain't heard nothing yet. Guaranteed, this is going to be the week of Trump. The tweets are going to be off yes. the chain, off the chain. Well, people yes. and bones, I thank you for calling in, brother. I always appreciate your input. You've been a great help with the success of the show, and I do appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you, like I tell everybody, each and every time before I sign off, peace, people, peace to you and yours. Easy, brother. All right. With Lucky Land Slots,
0: you can get lucky just about anywhere.